0: Welcome to the Talk With Clads podcast. Your host is Katie Ann, an island girl on a journey with her guests to learn about their backgrounds, businesses, passions, experiences, life lessons, and wins. Come and laugh, cheer, learn, and plan with us. My friend, take some time to come and talk with Clads.
1: Well, welcome to talk with Clads. My name is Katie Ann, and I'll be your host for today. We have a special guest in the house tonight. We have Mr. Denzel White. Denzel is the CEO and owner of the company Scent of Attraction Fragrances. Denzel, welcome, welcome, welcome!
2: Thank you! I'm happy to be here.
1: (laughs) So Denzel, tell us a little bit about your background and how did you form this business?
2: Alrighty, so basically, over the years, I've always wanted to do business. It has always been the most important thing to me um, ever since I was in high school. And then I decided, that okay, then let me get some basic knowledge um, in the business world first by being an employee then afterwards i decided okay let me start my own thing because of course your own thing is always the best thing and i went straight into forming the business center of attraction center of attraction is fragrance business that you know we cover all the major brands we try to ensure that our customers are always comfortable and we put our customers first
1: all right so how did you come up with the name center of attraction
2: ah because one day i was just sitting there and i was like what do i want my fragrance business to be called and uh, you know somehow it just popped in my mind and i was like it's all about scent okay you know the smell of fragrance um and i want it to be very very attractive so customers can feel comfortable and i want the name to be you know catchy and it has to have something to do with what i'm selling so it just popped in my mind oh scent of attraction i said okay this is going to work. So I just jumped at it and started to work with that, um, that name.
1: All right, okay. Mm-hmm. And so you have a marketing and a sales mm-hmm. background? That's correct. Okay. That's and so mm-hmm. previously, uh, you worked for, for, you said you had your regular nine to five. So what yeah. made you make that jump? You said you wanted to do mm-hmm. your own business, but mm-hmm. what gave you that extra
2: push? The extra push actually came from, okay, you are working for somebody. It's always good to work for somebody. There's nothing wrong with it. But I've always wanted to provide jobs. So instead of, you know, I have the the mindset of, you know, an entrepreneur. So I've always said, you know what, instead of taking up space, you know, being in a position where I'm I'm an employee, then Jamaica has the situation where There's not a lot of jobs in Jamaica. So if I can be the kind of person that can lead by example, you know, create a business and then have employees, then I always wanted to do that. Have persons working and providing a salary for them so that they can be happy and feed their families.
1: Okay. Mm -hmm. And how did you raise funding to start your business?
2: All right. Actually, I took it out of my salary. So I'm the kind of person that believes that, you know, there's an 80-20 rule. My rule is actually a 50-50 or sometimes a 60-40 in savings. So what I do, I save 60% of my salary or more and I consume 40%. So this has actually given me a chance to say, you know what, instead of, you know, Having a lot to, to 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 consume, I put money aside, I invest in other things until the money grows. And once it grows, I just invest it in things that will turn around. And that's how I got the money to start in the first place.
1: Oh, very good. That's actually yes. really good, good advice.
2: So you call it yes. the 60... I call mine the 60-40 rule. <laughs>
1: the 60 from, But yes. that requires a lot of discipline.
2: A lot of discipline. So you have to see money and look at it and say, you know what, I'm not going out tonight
1: wow yeah that, that's discipline because you're young and, yep. and very very disciplined yeah so how did you bail or how do you mm-hmm. build a successful customer base
2: all right so a successful customer base is it's, it's a little bit complicated but at the same time everybody um that is buying something wants to be comfortable and once you make your customers comfortable Our main role in in the business also or what we do and pride ourselves on is repeat business because at least 90% of our customers always come back and purchase from us. Oh,
1: that's really good. And
2: that is what we're, you know, looking to do all the time because of course they say it's it's five times harder to get a new customer than to keep an old one. So we always want to keep our, you know, repeat business, um, repeat customers. So that's what we push for every single day. And... uh, um, over the years, we've just pushed to get some other, some good customers and it works for us.
1: Okay, so you mentioned repeat business. So how, mm-hmm. do, how do you engage your customers mm-hmm. so they remain loyal?
2: All right, what we do, there's a number of things that we do. Um, the first thing is that we have this thing that we call a repeat customer discount. So once you are a repeater, you're entitled to a discount, right? The other thing that we like to do as well is... We keep a customer database as well, so a lot of customers will call us and they'll be like, "Okay, Montego Bay is a big place, or Jamaica is a big place," so they'll call us and, "Oh, I'm calling you. Um, I bought a perfume from you last time," and, and we we're like, "Oh yeah." How are you doing, Mr. Jones? I remember you. Oh, and great. they're always fascinated by this. And they're like, oh, you remember me? That is so nice. And you remember what I bought? And I say, like, yeah, you got the Tom Ford the last time. You want to get another Tom Ford? And they're like, oh, yes, send me one. <laughs> so, you know, it always works that way.
1: Mm-hmm. Very good. Very good. Mm-hmm. Every 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 person likes to be recognized mm-hmm. in some shape or form. So that that's really true. good. Yes. So how what like how do you market your business and which mm-hmm. tactics have you mm-hmm. used to make it very successful so far?
2: All right. So mainly um a lot of our marketing is done online. So it has to do with um Instagram based marketing, we do Facebook based. So it's mainly social media based. Also, we have advertisements that we run in Jamaica as well. So we do like, you know, newspaper advertisements. And we also use a lot of word of mouth as well and flyers and business cards. So, of course, you know, flyers and business cards works. And then, of course, everywhere that your customers go to, like if we have customers that goes to parties, we just go there and engage them and it works. Mm-hmm.
1: All <laughs> right. So many people believe that becoming an entrepreneur, starting your own business is so mm-hmm. hard. Yeah. So to the point that it can mm-hmm. become so overwhelming. So why do you think people believe that?
2: I guess it is. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it is is rewarding, but it is very difficult. Um, You have to give it a lot of time. It takes a lot of effort. There are things that are not going to work out. So if you don't have the mindset, it might come off as, you know, something that you want to walk away from. But if you have that mindset to say, okay, then I have this dream, I want to achieve my dream, then you're going to push as hard as you possibly can. Because of course, there's always going to be some things that are going to push you aside. There are going to be obstacles in the business. There's going to be the fact that things are just going to come up that you didn't plan for. But the good thing is that you're supposed to have something planned for everything. Have a contingency plan in place for everything so that anything that pops up, you can always find a way to fix it. But business is rough. rough. It is tough, but it is rewarding. And also, apart from being rewarding, it is also very fulfilling once you see what you have achieved.
1: All right. You mm-hmm. mentioned the importance of planning. Mm-hmm. So for your organization, mm-hmm. what, what what, what, does your short-term and long-term plans or goals look like?
2: Uh, actually, I would put my short-term plan in... I'm basically taking over Jamaica and being the number one. <laughs> yeah, that's that's true. I want to be the yes, number one Yes, why for not, right? Providing Jamaica. And that's not even my long-term plan. I want to go worldwide with, with this business, sell on all the major platforms, and just keep going until we're recognized everywhere in the world. Because, of course, the sky's the limit. We believe that we can achieve it because where we're coming from you know we're we're very far from where we used to be and we know that we can do anything
1: okay so you you said where you you're coming from and and where you you've been is not where you are right now so what are some valuable lessons Mm -hmm. um that you've learned along the way
2: ah some valuable lessons that i've learned there's so many lessons to learn um one i would say all right let me start from from the basics uh, the first one I would look at is your customers are going to try you sometimes, right? <laughs> but at the same time, you have to remember that they are customers and they just want value for their money. So respective of how they make you feel, your responsibility is to ensure that you provide what your customer is looking for and at the best possible price. Um... Also I would say that um sometimes your circle is going to try you as well because the inner circle Yeah, your inner circle is going to try you as well because um at beginning I used to think that you know one of the one of my biggest set of customers are going to be my friends.
1: And, <laughs> and that is so not the case which I have learned. that is not
2: the case at all because once you started once you start the business and you start doing things, your friends are going to be some of the last person to buy from you. So then Which do you is,
1: regard those as friends or?
2: I would look at them as friends, but you have to put them in categories. Okay. Yeah. I'd start to categorize my friends. I was like, okay, then these are good friends. These are okay friends. And these are friends that I can do it up, but I'll just probably just work with them because everybody has their own kind of personality. Right, uh, right, and everybody has their own way of you know what they believe in, and I other persons will see you as competition as well, and that is the problem because um, I have friends from university, I have friends from my community that actually looks at you as competition, and they'll go and buy from the competitor at a higher price than what you're selling, than support you, than to support you.
1: But nah, that's I don't just know if I call that a friend though um you know what i mean i think for uh, for us yeah. sometimes we overuse the word friends that's you, true. you know what i mean yeah and i remember a long time ago someone yeah. said to me as you grow older mm-hmm. if you have three very good friends you have a lot that's true so mm-hmm. i don't know if if i'd call someone mm-hmm. who would buy from a competitor for yeah. the same product higher that, yeah. that that's my friend you know what I mean? I probably would be looking at you a little bit sideways, but that's actually a, a valuable lesson yeah, that I, I learned with um, mm-hmm. like launching for some of my vision, where I, I yeah. thought that people who were close to me, <laughs> and, and then there are people who were close to me that that really mm. supported me along yeah. the way. My mom and my sister and yeah. um, cousins, and you know, mm-hmm. but people who I thought were friends that were going to mm-hmm. be there, they gave you all types of excuses. Oh, yeah. So. Yeah. That was an eye-opening ex- um experience for myself. Mm-hmm. So that was a life lesson that I think I learned the hard way. It's like, mm-hmm. you know, cuz I'm I'm team support all the time. Like if you have a new product, I want to try it. Yeah. But sometimes, you know what? You need to save your money. You don't have to support everybody. So
2: Yeah.
1: That that's a lesson that I learned. But going back as you said, you know, you you mm-hmm. you learned that your inner your inner circle will try you
2: mm-hmm.
1: a- along with your customers. Yeah. So doing Business, I, I, I know it can be a little bit dangerous sometimes because you mm-hmm. handle cash sales at yep. times. Yeah. So do you have any lessons from that where how mm-hmm. you've revamped where you, you do business a little bit differently now because you do both mm-hmm. cash and different forms of...
2: Mm-hmm. I would say um, the most important thing is getting rid of the cash as quickly as possible.
1: <laughs> <laughs> because, Especially in Jamaica.
2: Yeah, <laughs> if you're in Jamaica, it is critical And, you know, um, some of these banks in Jamaica has finally come around and, you know, the technology is actually coming across to them now. So they have what you call, you know, direct deposit and stuff like that. You deposit cash directly into into the ATM and that has worked tremendously for not only myself but everybody else. But, you know, once you get that cash money, you deposit it because you really don't want to get that extra attention. You don't want people to really think that you have cash at home because that is going to bring the wrong persons to your home, and you don't really want that at all. Yeah, no.
1: yeah, that can be no. very, very dangerous. Yeah. But and that's a risk. So yeah. for you, obviously, the, the business comes with a risk. Clad's
3: resources and consulting values its customers. Our planner footsteps to My Vision is a 13-month planner that can be used for five years. It walks you through smart goals, SWOT analysis, action planning, and holds you accountable through three monthly check-ins. We work only with top quality materials, innovative designs, and verified suppliers which are guaranteed to deliver to our high expectations because when it comes to our customer satisfaction, there's no room for compromise. Made with high quality PU leather and paper planner helps you focus on achieving your goals by giving you a sense of personal and professional satisfaction some of the amazing features of this product vision board planner luxury pen 8 gigabyte usb flash drive wireless mouse ultra elegant packaging box available in five stunning colors black red gold pink navy blue material pu leather 13 month planner elastic band for easy handling Our Footsteps to My Vision is available at Amazon, Facebook, Instagram, our website, and at Walmart. You may also follow us at www.cladsresources.com. Instagram, cladsresources. Facebook, www.facebook.com forward slash cladsresources forward slash.
0: You're listening to Talk with CLADS. Find more resources online at cladsresources.com. Now back to the show with your host, Katie Ann.
1: So a misconception that many people may have is that being an entrepreneur, that you work very few hours. How many hours a day do you work as an entrepreneur?
2: (laughs) That is definitely a misconception (laughs) because I can tell you, that my day normally starts at 8 in the morning and my day actually finishes sometimes 2 o'clock in the night or 3 a.m. So it's really and truly a misconception because persons always say, oh, you can you can be at home and you're ready. You can't just. No, it's not like that because, yes, there is a front line or the, the front part of the business that everybody sees. But there's a lot of back end work that has to be done. You have to do all the necessary calculations. You have to set your prices. Everything has to be correct. If that is not done, then what you're going to have is a business that is selling and you're you're actually just giving away stuff. So you need to know what your profit is. You have to have your projections in place. You have to know exactly what you want to achieve. And if you don't have that on paper or you don't you know spend that extra time to do that, then you're just in a circle spinning around and you're not achieving anything.
1: Oh, that's very good advice. Mm-hmm. How has being an entrepreneur affected your family life?
2: Um, it has affected my life significantly because a lot of the time that I used to spend, especially with my mom and my daughter, she used to love going to the beach. And I, used to, I, I was actually the fun person in the family. So I would be going to all the different recreational areas and stuff like that. And I realize now that you know a lot of that has cut out or I had to basically stop most of that. And it has affected everybody. Um Personal life as well, a lot of my time has been invested in business. Mm. So I actually don't get that time to probably spend how I want to spend it. But I try my best on a daily basis to even do a little stuff, you know. Um Family life, personal time as well, it affects my personal time because I used to like watch a one or two movies. Um. Everybody loves social media. I don't have a social media life. I don't have a movie life. I just have a business life.
1: It's yeah. kinda, social media, it's but social like media that. for business. Social
2: media only for business, because by the time it takes for you to answer all the customers that you have on your different pages, then you, you won't have another page to look at. That's how it works. So what motivates you? I think it's uh, in a motivation. Basically, the, the drive to achieve is, is what you know what pushes me all the time. I've always wanted to have something that I can leave behind. So it's not only about, you know, what Denzel wants to see, you know, things going good for himself. And I want to know I've always, you know, thought about, you know, my daughter leaving university or going to university. I don't want her to go there and or leave in university and have to find, you know, her own money to buy her own car or buy a house. I want to do all of that for her. You know, I want to leave something for the next generation as well. So for her and her daughter to come Mm -hmm. or her children to come, you know, future planning, forward planning, I always wanted to have something left behind so that they can be comfortable and just had to do it from there.
1: Okay. So we talk about motivation. What about fears? What is your greatest fear and how do you manage that fear?
2: My greatest fear is actually failing and not being able to, you know, rebound. So it's not only about feeling because feeling actually happens and if you're a business person, things are going to happen. You're going to fail mm-hmm. sometimes. Um, You're going to buy something that you think that you can sell and it's just not selling. So that's kind of a fail. You're going to do some stuff in business that are just not going to work out. But, you know, The thing is that once you, you know, you use your mind and you find something else that works better than what failed before, then that's a thing. That's called rebound. And once you believe in rebounding, then you'll always be successful. Always.
1: So you spoke about failing a while ago. Mm -hmm. So what has been your biggest failure and what did you learn Mm -hmm. from it?
2: I would say my biggest failure, you know. All right. My biggest failure, I would say, would be... Invested in something before, that was actually not one of the best moves that I could have made, right? I actually put a good amount of money in something that I thought would have turned over some good profits, which I could actually invest in other things. But it was all through the door. I I still have some of the stuff that I actually purchased, <laughs> even though <now. laughs> I can walk by them and look at them and like, oh, that's you over there. Yeah, so I can still look at them and and I can see that you know what there are going to be things that you're going to do that are going to not be the best decision. But as I said before, rebounding is the best case. You just always try to find something else that works better than the mistake that you made before and you move right along. And don't even carry the baggage with you. Failure happens, rebounding is the best thing. Yeah. So,
1: Mm -hmm. as as, you know, sometimes we we do compare ourselves and our Mm -hmm. journeys. We, We may look online and we see, a business mm-hmm. booming and you're like why can't i just do that so mm-hmm. do you find yourself comparing yourself to others
2: uh i think comparison is probably one of the worst things you can ever do a lot of persons do it but you see everybody's journey is different and everybody's mm-hmm. business um you know the way you go about business is different a lot of persons might get a say for example somebody was lucky enough to get a million dollar loan but you could have only got $10,000. Are you going to compare yourself to that person? Everybody's journey and the finish line for everybody is not the same. Um, yes, the outcome might be the same at the end of the day, but the journey is always different. So it's always good never ever to compare yourself to other person. You can't use them as a benchmark. There's nothing wrong with that. You can look at them and say, okay, then, all right, they have 10,000 followers on Instagram. I want to have 10,000 followers on Instagram. I might not do it the way that they did it, but I can find my own way to get 10,000 followers on Instagram. Oh, looks like they're making at least $50,000 per month. Mm, I need to make $50,000 per month. I might not get it in two months that they got it, but I can get it in five months. And you just keep your own goals. And you know, you just push for it and you will achieve it.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, I, I was looking on social media, actually, and mm-hmm. this is going to be a, a very unusual reference,
2: mm-hmm. but
1: I was um, looking on something that, because I follow Spice, and, okay. I, and I looked at something that she said <laughs> once, Right. and she's similar to what you said, she said, everybody's mm-hmm. journey is different, right. and she said... We're going to the same destination.
2: Right.
1: I may drive in a Benz mm-hmm. and you drive in a Honda. Yep. At the end of the day, we get mm-hmm. to the same, same place. Same place. Our journeys may be different. Mm-hmm. What we drove in is different. Yep. But we still got there. We
2: still got so to the destination. It's mm-hmm. it's
1: unusual, but it, mm-hmm. it's stuck because it, mm-hmm. it, it makes sense, right? Yes, it does. So sometimes, you know, you know comparison, yes, you said, as you said, mm-hmm. you can use them for benchmarks. Yep. But, you know... I I I wouldn't hold myself accountable based on someone else's standards. Yeah. So speaking of accountability, right. how do you hold yourself accountable as an entrepreneur?
2: Well, basically, you know, what you do is you have to test yourself on a daily basis. You know, people always say, Oh, look into yourself to see what's happening. That's what I do. I always, you know, check myself, double check myself, are you doing this right? Is there something else that you could have done? You know, what What else can be done, Denzel? Think about it. How can you push it? How can you move forward? What can you change, right, to achieve more? And, you know, I ask myself these questions every single day. It's like in business, people always say they want to be comfortable. I don't think that there's a comfort zone in business. Anytime you decide to get too comfortable, that's when you put yourself in problems. So... Whenever you start getting comfortable, you need to start shake up yourself and say, okay, then I'm making $100,000. Um, this is comfortable. No, I don't want to be comfortable. I want to make 200000 I want to make a million dollars. Then you start pushing. Get out of your comfort zone. Check yourself on a regular basis. See what you're not doing or what you need to do. And then you move from there and start pushing. All right.
1: Mm-hmm. So I, I hear you reference metrics mm-hmm. sometimes. Okay. So... How, As an entrepreneur, mm-hmm. what is the importance of the numbers and mm-hmm. knowing the numbers and knowing mm-hmm. how to forecast? Mm-hmm. What, what role does that play in a business?
2: Um, forecasting is, I would say, is everything in a business. If you check out all the major businesses or if you buy stocks or follow any major company, they will tell you that, okay, then, okay, this year we're looking at making a hundred million dollars because we made 90 million dollars last year and we can see ourselves making a hundred million. You have never seen a company say that they made a hundred million and want to make 50 million dollars this year. <laughs> it doesn't work that way. You Run. always <laughs> want to go higher every time. That's how it works. Okay. So, you know, once this year passed, okay, then you're going to make your forecast for next year. You're going to put a little bit more on it, you know, and you're going to say, okay, then 100, I'm doing 150 next year. And once you go after that 150, if you don't get that 150, you might get 145. Sometimes you make 170. So, you know, it's just how you, you know, set it up and go for it. Right. Mm-hmm.
1: And it's important to know the return on the investment, right?
2: Always. ROI um, is always the, you know, one of your major, um, techniques that you have to use. Right.
1: Very, mm-hmm. very good. Mm-hmm. So, as a, as you know, knowing that your investments mm-hmm. um, and benchmarking, what's mm-hmm. one thing that you can do now mm-hmm. as a business owner that you weren't mm-hmm. able to do a year ago?
2: As a business owner, I would say, um, what I would say now, I would say one thing that I couldn't do a year ago was probably some of the figures, even some of the figures um, after you know extensive practice. You know, repeatedly doing things over and over, you realize that business actually is a part of your personal life as well. So, you know, everything does fall into place. And working with some of the figures or some of the things that you're used to, you're, um, you're used to in the past, you realize that back in the day, maybe you can't do it like a year or two years ago, but now you can actually manage it better than you used to. All right.
1: So, so going to that, so... Because you've had formal education mm-hmm. before stepping out. Do you mm-hmm. think a formal education matters in pursuing a, a a business venture?
2: It does. It definitely does. Because the formal education is actually the basis that you work from. And uh, this basis, you know, they always say, you know what, street smart is good. Street smart is definitely good.
1: Street smart is, will keep you safe
2: too. Street Street smart will keep you safe. Street smart will give you the necessary knowledge that you need. But I think formal education as well, because there's a lot of things that come with formal education. Like, for example, public speaking or interacting with people. You know, street smart, some of the time you don't get to have that kind of, um, you don't get to learn that. But when you do, for example, a degree or if, even if a bachelor's degree you're looking at, you can get that kind of um doing different kind of courses you'll get a background or some form of knowledge in um accounting you'll also get some knowledge in marketing you'll also get some knowledge in public speaking meeting persons how to interact how to pretty much work with just about anybody and you know that's what the education system will teach you of course you will need your own knowledge though after you finish with school because a lot of schools don't teach you how to make money
3: Mm -hmm. for
2: yourself they teach you how to make money for For somebody else else. and that's a thing yeah Mm -hmm.
1: and also experience does play a a crucial role because Mm -hmm. i i while i believe in formal education i also Mm -hmm. believe that Mm -hmm. nothing teaches someone better than experience Uh, that's true
2: there are some things that you
1: can skip with the formal education but with Mm -hmm. the experience sometimes Mm -hmm. that that kind of um it's a better teacher also there are certification courses that you can probably do too Mm-hmm. versus if you can't afford uh, yeah. a, a formal yeah. education because schooling becomes, sometimes become very, very mm-hmm. uh, pricey. Actually, I think of schooling now, education being in the system for such a long time. Mm-hmm. I I truly believe that is a huge business itself.
2: Yeah, it is. Yeah. This is a system. And I always tell my friends that um, at the end of the day, education is important, but I, I put knowledge way ahead of education because you see, the thing is that If, for example, I always tell them, this is what I say to them. If you are educated and you're in the system, right, you will go out and you find a job. You work a certain amount of money per month and so on and so forth. The system doesn't teach you that, okay, then if you know about stocks or you get that knowledge about stocks or you know about, you know, what's happening in the forex market or you have knowledge of the forex market and you can go and put in some money and you know what stock is going to come out which one is going to make you you know some good money then once you have that knowledge you can go and say you know let me buy some of it you buy some of it it grows you have a lot of money in your pocket the system doesn't teach you that but once you desire that knowledge you'll go out and search for the extra knowledge on your own. And once you get that extra knowledge on your own, you're going to love it and you're going to push hard for it and it's going to work for you.
1: Yeah. So being a lifelong learner, I would say is, That's is very correct. important.
2: Extremely important. Ex- yeah.
1: So let's talk about influence, mm-hmm. right? We, yeah. we have influ We have people who are influential mm-hmm. to us in so many different ways. It could be mm-hmm. a stranger, you know, yeah. that has touched us in a, in a different way. It could be a family member yeah. or friend, teacher, a role model. So yeah. who has been the three most influential people in your life?
2: All right, so the first person I'll talk about is Robert Kiyosaki. So Robert Kiyosaki is, I pretty much follow him, follow him on everything. Um, I read his books, uh, because the this thing that he, he, he speaks about, um, if you practice them, you will definitely go far. You know, even when you talk about the quadrant, conjunct- He always speaks about, you know, the quadrant where, you know, you're an employee, you're an investor or you're a business owner. And of course, once you move from being an employee to being a a business owner, then you're going to see the difference in your life. Once you move from a business owner to being an investor, everybody wants to be at home or you want to be on the beach one day, right? (laughs) And you're relaxing and you're making money. Do you know how good it is to be sleeping and making money? Oh, It's one of the best experiences you can ever have. You're just at home. You don't have to put your hands into anything to make money. You're just there. The figures are just growing and you're just relaxing. And it's one of the things that, you know, um, Robert Kiyosaki talks about on a daily basis. And I actually follow him completely. Okay. I respect him.
1: How did you Um, learn about? Because this is the first I'm hearing
2: about. Oh, you don't know about Robert Kiyosaki?
1: No, so you have to tell us a little bit more. You
2: have to. No, no. You need to actually, You need to go. Right? You need to go on Instagram even right now and So he's alive? Kisaki. Of course he's alive.
1: Oh, okay. Oh, okay. All you right. never heard about Rich Dad Poor Dad before? Oh, okay. He's the one that writes Rich Dad he Poor Dad. You never heard no, well, that book? No, no, I have not, but my husband has. Yeah, so listen, I've heard Rich Dad Poor Dad, but I did not mm-hmm. know who wrote yeah. the book. You know yeah. what I mean? You hear the references all the yeah. time. Actually, I was speaking to my brother t- this today and he referenced mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. Rich Dad Poor Dad. Yeah. So, so, you that's
2: a very good book to read. Um, you need to follow him because he does his daily um interviews on on Instagram, and you know, he's gonna tell you what's happening. He talks about Bitcoin, he talks about pretty much everything that oh, really? you so can I'll, invest I'll in. I can make some money Yeah,
1: I'll, I'll definitely for sure check him mm-hmm. out because I, I know my husband is a big mm-hmm. rich dad, poor dad, and uh, Napoleon. Um, I don't mm-hmm. know, whatever his last name is, Napoleon Hill. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. thing. All right, so that's one. Give me two more.
2: I would think that, um, somebody that I've always looked at is maybe Alexander the Great as well. And one of my favorite quotes is that, uh, what he always says that, you know, bravery, uh, you know, or the person that goes for it the most will actually achieve it. Mm-hmm. You know what? Alexander conquered a lot of things he did. If you ever maybe read about him or, you know, you can watch the movie as well because he has a movie out there. You realize that some of what he tried to do, right. persons will tell him that, you can't do it. Yeah. Right? But what he did was, you know what, there's nothing that I can't do.
1: Well, I will tell you, I don't know Alexander either. Oh, you don't know Alexander long before dead yes. <laughs> a long time we ago. We can follow him by Instagram. dead a long time ago,
2: but one of my favorite saying is, fortune favors the bold.
1: Fortune yes, favors fortune the bold. fortune favors
2: the bold. And, You know, the person that sits back and relax and use social media or watch TV on a daily basis is a person that's going to stay sitting back watching social, you know, and being the same thing. Because they always say that if you do the same thing the same way every time, you can expect the same result. Right. But if you try to do other things, then you can expect a different result. And the person that goes for it the most is the person that will achieve it the most. So fortune favors the bold. Fortune favors the bold. So just make a step. Go for it and you'll get it. That's
1: how it works. That's a really good one. That's a really, really good one. So would that be an advice that you'd give to someone that's trying Mm -hmm. to be an entrepreneur?
2: Yes, I will. I will tell them that, you know, I have a lot of friends that still, 10 years ago, they're still waiting to start their business. And I always smile and say, yeah, man, (laughs) wait until you're 80 year old. You're going to start the business Mm -hmm. because that's how they are. They say, Okay, some of them will say, "Okay, I need a million dollars to start. I'm not going to wait until I get a million dollars. If I have $500 in my pocket, I'm going to start with it. And then once you, st- you, see, you see, once you start, you can go anywhere. Right. But if you never start, you can never get anywhere.
1: But do you think mindset plays a part in that?
2: It does. It does. Because a lot of persons really and truly are not, and, 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 and don't get it wrong. A lot of persons are not made to be business people.
1: Well, not everyone can be a leader. Yeah you know if word? everyone's a leader who follows that's true you know jesus had 12 disciples exactly per the bible yeah point blank period <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>.
2: <laughs>
1: somebody has to follow yeah <laughs> all right so you said fortune favors the bowl yes so we have alexander the great so who's mm-hmm. the third one for you
2: this one is going to sound a bit a bit different but i've learned a lot from my dad
1: okay
2: not in the right way, but in the opposite way. <laughs> oh
1: my <laughs> right? gosh! I'm gonna say big up, and then I said no. My mother said, "I miss no, a lot." <laughs> no, it's
2: like um, let me put it this way: my father could have done a lot of things and could have achieved a lot more, but what he did, all right, my dad is the kind of person that will buy a television for two hundred dollars and sell it back for hundred dollars. So I've always looked at it since. So you know what? When I grow up, I want to do things that opposite of my dad if i buy a television i want to sell it back for 250 or 300 dollars, make a profit on it and put my ego aside because a lot of persons are consumed by ego on a daily basis especially men and we don't even notice it Mm -hmm. there are two things that destroy men and don't get me wrong they're perfectly fine nice women that will help you grow and they're also women that can actually or Lust for women, then because they say a man is not successful, or most men are not successful until they get to the age of 45 years old. Mm. you know why? Why?
1: Because they're, they're, play they're, hunting the-
2: out, they're going after women, they're playing they spend out. They're, most they're, of they're, their they're time hunting after women, so because of that. They spend little time doing business or searching for money. So you're always focused on women. But when you're, um, your body slows down a little bit, <laughs> that's when... No, it's true. <laughs>
1: They're not no use. <laughs> yeah, when,
2: when, when your body slows down a little bit, that is when you start saying, okay, then I need to start doing this, doing that. A lot of times it's a bit too late. Right. Yeah, some of the times you're playing catch-up as well. Right. So I would say you know, to most men, just think about it. Think deeply. You know what? put some things on 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 hold, or enjoy it, but enjoy it less and try to see your best you can do some investment or do some business and and achieve
1: balance mm. but um, but going back to your dad, do you think it's a generational thing though
2: <laughs> No, I think it's a lack of um a lack of knowledge i would say lack of knowledge is is probably one of the real things that affected him um I would say a lot of things that he did maybe he wouldn't have been privy to the information that he, he would have wanted to have because he didn't have a dad that would teach him some of the stuff Right. Um, or tell him how to go about this or that or you know and some of the times i think also not not generational issues but an ego issue as well because a lot of men like to have that thing about them oh i'm the boss of the party once i walk in I'm yeah. the boss and that kind of actually
1: it still happens today
2: yeah it does and it, it affects us significantly a lot of persons will buy the most expensive vehicle you can't afford it but you buy it mm. you understand
1: just for just how society or the environment views right. you
2: just to fulfill that ego and say oh I'm going to look for my family I'm rolling in a BMW When well, you could have bought a Toyota Corolla invested the rest of the money for the BMW well
1: nothing wrong with a BMW though <laughs> <laughs>
2: forget about the bmw then all right so you could have bought maybe a ferrari or instead of saying all right let me not put the money in the mercedes-benz or whatever the case is yeah because i'm not at that level as yet because if you're at the level to buy a bmw buy it if that's what makes you happy buy it but if you are at a undercard level you buy the undercard they take the excess money you put it in something that will provide a return for you Right, And the awesome thing about business as well is to know what are assets and what are liabilities. Because mm-hmm. a lot of persons will think that, for example, a car is an asset.
1: No, it's a depreciate. It depreciates as, a, as, as right. the day you
2: buy it. It's a depreciating asset that doesn't put any money in your pocket. What it takes is servicing fees. It takes um, insurance on a, on, a, on a regular basis. Uh, your license for the road. All that kind of stuff that it actually takes from you instead of giving to you. Well, if you invest maybe in real estate, you'll see your money grow. Mm, yeah, so right. it's about knowing what to put money in.
1: Okay, mm-hmm. all right. Mm-hmm. So going back to the, the, <laughs> the, the mentorship though, because uh-huh. I, mean, I feel like you're just dropping knowledge all over. And it's great because you're, you're a, a smart young mm-hmm. um, gentleman that just has his head mm-hmm. on his body. Sometimes, sometimes, <laughs> sometimes. You still have a little bit of your dad, still. <laughs>
3: You know what? <laughs> yeah.
1: Right. So I, I love the knowledge that you're sharing, but mm-hmm. going back to how important role model, having a in inf- you know imp- good influences, I would say. Yeah. So what is what message do you want to send to your your daughter as mm-hmm. an entrepreneur?
2: I always encourage her. To get in some form of business. I've always, you know, taught her about, you know, investments. Because a lot of persons will actually hold that from their children. I think it's one of the most important things you can ever do. Mm-hmm. It's to teach your children about money.
1: You understand. And how to use it as a tool.
2: How to use it as a tool. How to save it. How to... You know what, invest it so it can actually bring back something for you. Right. It is, it is so critical because I can tell you that a lot of our parents did not teach us about money.
1: That, that is true. A lot of, a lot of our, um, Mm. Parents and I think it's more generational, or it could also be cultural, yeah. where they're like, okay, my child, it's my child's responsibility to take care of me. So there's mm-hmm. no savings set aside for if when they get older right. or any burial, and I, yeah. and, and I think culture does play a lot. It does it a, lot, a lot does. of that. So you know, mm-hmm. trying to change that what they call the generational curse, yeah. you know, and, and sending a different message to you to your children and hey, yeah. you know, learn your environment and 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 know how to to use it to your advantage, right? That is true. You know, a lot of people know how to use credit, and you are telling me Jamaica now has the credit system in place.
2: Yes, man, Jamaica has their you know proper credit card system. We have the Mastercard, we have the Visa card.
1: (laughs) Jamaica, Jamaica, (laughs) total. Of course, Jamaica (laughs) is like
2: we're 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 moving into that into that segment now, where pretty much everything is flowing freely and quickly. And you know that is what any country needs to actually move to the next level.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. So as an entrepreneur. Do you think it is important to have ideals?
2: Yes, it is very, very important to have ideals um, because actually, ideals is what actually you know guides you, and it it should be your, your driving force at all times.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, what are some of your ideals as an entrepreneur?
2: Ah, I consider to be all right. One, stay on the right path. A lot of the times, you will. Have obstacles and issues and all that kind of stuff, but if you have that kind of focus and you stay on the right path, that's one of the first things that you should actually look at um in that segment there okay mm-hmm.
1: so what does the next chapter look like for center of attraction?
2: uh the next chapter the next chapter is a bit all right, let's put it this way for center of attraction, I want to make sure that I'm very, very innovative or i say that stay changing at all times let's put it that way always moving with the crowd always knowing what is happening and how to actually be because all right so people actually say all right then right now things are changing so quickly technology is moving so fast right now that if you ever try to stay at one point right now you're gonna lose out um like for example i can remember when they say you know at netflix went to went to Blockbuster mm-hmm. and said, okay, we want to, you know, do this. And they were like, <laughs> are you crazy? That will never happen. And okay, where's Blockbuster now? Uh, we can't find it, right? And then there's Netflix right now, which is one of the biggest um, companies in the world. So, you know, it's always important to have, you know, I always want to have the, the, the newest fragrances. I always want to have, you know, the hit thing, whatever is going on, I want to be a part of it. If something is changing, I want to change with it so I can always keep going. My customers are always engaged. They're always looking at something and say, okay, then I want to be a part of whatever this company is doing because they are keeping us engaged. And that is why even social media, I, tell you, I don't have a personal social media page, but I'm on social media every single day. This is probably the longest I've not been on social media because I go on my page every minute, I answer my customer's i send them information i go at it every single day right throughout the day you know i get a little bit of sleep in the night i wake up in the morning and i go at it again because guess what keeping them focused going after the next big thing you know is always what you want to do and of course you want your business to grow and that is the, the, the whole idea of everything okay then you're in jamaica now or you just a small business in jamaica okay I want to be a large business that is multinational. Of course, we all want to go multinational. Of course, we all want to say, okay, then at the end of the day, oh, I'm employing two three Jamaicans now. What if I can do 100 Jamaicans, right? What if right. I can do 100 per, or 500 persons around the world? Because, of course, you want to create a kind of employment, so that persons can benefit, persons can feed their family. You can be that person. Because not everybody's going to have the mindset to be an entrepreneur. Not everybody's going to have the mindset to, you know, create for people. But if you can do it, then of course, you can always, you know, move in that direction.
1: Wow. So you've definitely <laughs> described being a transformational leader. Where you're constantly working with that vision of right. changing and improving. And, you mm-hmm. know, just creating a vision of the future. Yep. Um, so... So where can our mm-hmm. listeners connect with you online?
2: All right. So basically right now, our main thing is Instagram. So we're on Instagram, um, Center of Attraction Frig, F R A G, right? We're also on Facebook as well, um, Center of Attraction Frig as well. You can go on it. On Instagram, you're going to find all the photos that we've posted. You're going to see... Um, different information on prices on the quality of the products on you know longevity as well all that information is covered on the page so you can just jump on you know you're gonna see you know who makes fragrances you know what is included in them and all that kind of stuff which will give you an idea you know of what you need to purchase and of course we are very 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 communicable because what we always do is to ensure that we follow up once a customer sends a message in we're going to go in there and you know post a response as quickly as possible so they can have the necessary information you can also find us on what's the name again
1: <laughs> so you mentioned uh, instagram yeah so facebook too
2: instagram facebook we're also on tiktok as well and um, of course you can meet you can communicate with us on whatsapp as well and uh, what's the WhatsApp telephone number? Our WhatsApp number is 876 412 7551. Again? All right. So that's 876 412 7551.
1: Okay. Right. And can you repeat the Instagram and the Facebook and the TikTok handle, please? All
2: right. So Instagram. So we're pretty much try to keep it consistent. So it's going to be Scent of Attraction Freak. So Scent, S C E N T O F, Attraction f-r-a-g right so that's center of attraction freak that's the same thing that's on instagram same thing that's on facebook and the same thing that's on tiktok so once you go there you're going to find us on any of the pages and you can of course you know look at what we have available and engage us
1: all right so Mm -hmm. it's come to the point in the show where i I like to ask my guests Mm -hmm. what is one question Mm -hmm. that you would have liked for me to ask that i have not asked you today
2: all right one question uh that one question Hmm, let me think a second um i would say it has been extremely fun um i love you know all of this um you've touched on some extremely important you know points ask some really relevant questions some really important questions because that is a little bit difficult but i'm gonna tell you something um i am going to say my question would be all right so the question that I would have, uh, I've wanted you to ask me is what I would actually change about, um, you know, doing business in the past. And I would say what I would want to change is I would actually want to start earlier. Mm. And, you know, which is, which is very critical. Um, you know, you have it in your mind. You've always wanted to do it. A lot of the times I would think that is lack of resources that actually, you know, actually held me back a little bit. But the mindset actually pushed me, you know, a lot to actually invest what I had and see outcome. But I would say to pretty much any young person now or anybody that wants to do business, you know, it's never too late still. But at the same time, whichever part of your life you're in right now, whatever age you are, just start. You know, it's critical to just start. Just whatever you want to do, as long as you see that it's something that you, you know, you're interested in doing. Don't do it because you want to get rich. It's a part of the goal, of course, (laughs) because we all need to get rich and we want to get rich. But that's not, that should not, it should be something that you want to do, something that you love to do right and once you have that passion that drive because the thing is that once you have that drive you know when the first obstacle comes it's not going to just sink you it's going to refuel you and that's the thing failure can be refueling you know Mm -hmm. because once you have that kind of failure you're gonna say okay then how can i get past this failure and move to another segment you know and that's a critical thing because up to yesterday i was telling my uncle that I'm the kind of person that thinks of a solution before as, as soon as a problem comes about. Because other persons will sit on their wall on the problem and they'll say, Oh God, how am I gonna get through it? I think of the solution immediately. What can I do to get out of this? And you know, that's my mindset all the time. So once you have that kind of mindset, you're gonna keep going because once something fails, you're gonna just create and create and create and create other 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 escape plans and then you're gonna realize that guess what i'm on a road or on a path to greatness and you're just gonna achieve what you're supposed to achieve which is what we all want so i'm encouraging everybody do it all right
1: so what three words would you use to describe yourself
2: um i guess my favorite word is determined denzel (laughs) <laughs> yes,
1: Which is a part of footsteps of my vision. <laughs> thank you very much.
2: <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm very determined. I, I always you know there are things that might not work for me, but I just find another way to do it. You know? Determined? Yeah. So, so what other two words? Alright, the other two words I would say that describes me is Persuasive. <laughs> I can, I, I, tend to be pretty persuasive at times. Well, you're, you um, definitely
1: are a sales. Yeah, I'm in <laughs> <a> sales. So
2: <laughs> I, I will, I will actually, some persons will come sometimes and they come to buy and they'll say, "Why oh, I have something else on it, because I've never come to buy that at all. A, and I'm like, that is my job. I always try to find a way not only to just sell you something but to sell you something that you love because it's not about making that money once Mm -hmm. and then the person will be like oh i'm not coming back there again no i'm not that kind of person i want to ensure that whatever you buy has some form of value there's some benefit to it you know um you can achieve from it and then of course once you like it you're gonna come back and you're gonna buy more and you know even if you didn't come to buy that one in particular. Once I convince you to buy it and I persuade you, you're eventually going to come back and get another one right afterwards.
1: So determined, persuasive.
2: Determined, persuasive, persuasive. Another word that um, drives me or that can describe me is happy. I love that word because I always tell people that I would go to any extent whatsoever to make sure that I stay happy. Um, if there's something or somebody that destroys my energy on a daily basis, I try my best to, you know, get that person out of the way. Because, you see, life is not hard. And I always say that to people, life is not hard. Life is pretty easy. It's just the persons that you have that are, you know, surrounding you. If you have the wrong set of persons, you know, working with, then you're always going to have an issue where persons are going to be consistently draining your energy. Mm-hmm. They say the closest persons to you are the persons that take the most from you. And it is so critical to remember the closest persons from, um, to you. They'll always, if they don't have the right mindset, they're the ones that are going to be draining your energy. They're going to drain you financially in every single way. So you always need to have persons that are going to have your back, as we say in Jamaica, somebody that will have your back mm-hmm. and your side. So, you know, at every point you, you know, have that person that you can, you know, rally on and, and get that kind of um encouragement and love and just stay happy. You know, if something's happening that you're not happy with, just remember that there are five basic needs. And once you fulfill the five basic needs, everything else is additional.
1: Everything else is bonus. Everything else is bonus. Everything else is bonus yeah. Well. Denzel, yeah. thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you so much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed our conversation. Well, that's good. So, and um, mm-hmm. thank you so much for taking some mm-hmm. time to talk with class. Mm-hmm. Bye, everyone. All righty. Bye. <laughs> Bye. It was a pleasure speaking with you. You know, thank you so much for joining us. As you said, fortune favors the bowl. And that is such a word. So thank you so much and bye, everyone.
2: It was certainly a pleasure and I am very, very happy to be here. All right. Thank you so much and bye, everybody.
1: And thank you so much for taking some time to
0: talk with Clads. Bye, everyone. Thanks for listening. Find us on social media at CLADS Resources and online at www.cladsresources.com. Our planner Footsteps to My Vision is also located on our website or on Facebook, Instagram, or Amazon. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and share, and check back weekly for new episodes. Until next time, keep creating your footpath to your vision.